your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this Thursday afternoon. And as always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we'll be recapping, or not recapping, we'll be previewing tonight's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Carolina Hurricanes schedule has gotten mixed all up as of late, so it gets kind of hard to follow this stuff sometimes. Stuff just gets changed at the last possible second. But diving into tonight's game against Columbus, barring any last-second cancellations again, we will be playing at home at PNC Arena tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Hurricanes are currently 2-0 versus the Columbus Blue Jackets on the season so far. But I have a feeling that this game is going to be a bit of a revenge game for Columbus because the last time these teams played each other was on New Year's Day. And we all remember the Blue Jackets blowing their 4-0 lead where the Hurricanes ended up coming back, scoring seven unanswered goals to win that game 7-4. to four. Columbus, they're not going to forget that. Because I, if I was on that team and that happened to me, man, the next time I t- played that team, I would come out with something a little bit extra and make sure something like that didn't happen again. So I imagine something will likely happen with the Blue Jackets tonight. I expect them to really come out with a little bit extra fire than they normally would. Obviously, this is a Metro Division matchup. The Hurricanes are tied for first right now, and the Blue Jackets are tied for fifth. So this game was already going to be a bit of a division rivalry game, even though Columbus and the Hurricanes aren't like big, big rivals like the Hurricanes and Capitals, but it's a division matchup, and it, especially in the Metro, it seems like teams always play a little bit extra hard against each other in the in those games, just like with any team uh, and their division opponents. So I, I imagine this is going to be a really tough game tonight, and one thing that I do think that will potentially hurt the Hurricanes tonight is the fact that Jacob Slavin is out on COVID protocol. He is obviously a really big backbone of this team and that blue line. And yes, you know, we have guys that can definitely try to step up and help for him being out. But I do think Jacob Slavin, he, he's just one of those guys that, oh, he's not one that you can easily replace. And I do feel we will definitely be missing him. Obviously, we don't have Dougie Hamilton anymore, but just drawing a comparison back to last season with the playoffs, especially when Slavin was out, it really exposed some of the Hurricanes' flaws at the time. So I kind of wonder 
what will happen tonight with him being out. Now, it is expected that Brendan Smith will oh not expected he pretty much he is going to slot into that open spot on the roster now and at practice he had been skating with Ethan Bear so we'll likely end up seeing a Ethan Bear Brendan Smith pairing we'll obviously talk about that more whenever we get into the projected lineup for tonight but one thing that I think the Hurricanes will continue to be absolutely phenomenal at is their penalty kill. They have killed off twenty, all 29 of their last penalty kill opportunities. And that has been over a month since they got scored on on the power play. And or the other team's power play, I should say, and that was against the Winnipeg Jets back on December seventh. It was before the Hurricanes end up having all of their games postponed, so it's been quite a while since the Hurricanes got scored on on the power play. So it's the they've really been on a roll here. They've killed ninety percent of their penalties on the season so far. That has them in second in the league on the season for the penalty kill and that's honestly just awesome (laughs) there's really no other way to describe that our penalty kill is just so 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 good and it's definitely one of those where you know we whenever we go on the kill you definitely feel confident it's not one of those things how you're like oh you know this is you know a gimme goal for the other team now and it's not like that anymore which is really, really, really good for the Hurricanes. And it is arguably their biggest biggest strength that they have. And with them killing 29 straight, they're close to tying a franchise record for penalties killed. And the record is 36 straight penalties killed. And they did the Hurricanes did that in the 2000-2001 season and the 2014-15 and 15 season. So it's been a while. I, I do wonder if they can do it. They already uh, broke the franchise record for wins to start off a season with. So maybe they break another franchise record here tonight. And Well, hopefully not tonight. Hopefully they don't have to kill off that middle penalties tonight. Hold on. But hopefully they're able to kill that off soon because that would... That's definitely a testament to just how good this penalty killing unit is and just how good this team is. But we got to wonder who is going to be taking the ice for the team tonight. As we mentioned earlier, we'll likely be seeing an Ethan Bear, Brendan Smith pairing on defense. But who else are we going to see tonight? Will we see Jack LaFontaine? Who else are we going to see? And we'll talk about that right after this quick break. All right, folks, we're back. And it's time to look at the projected lineup for tonight's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. On the top line, you got... Tavo Teravainen, Sebastian Ajo, and Seth Jarvis. Love seeing Seth Jarvis up on the top line. There's a little bit of speculation. Would he be able to play tonight because he wasn't practicing yesterday? But I imagine that was just saying something there going on that we don't necessarily know about that kind of prevented him from practicing. But he's playing tonight in the game. So obviously all is well. 
On the second line, you got Andre Sveshnikov, Vincent Trocek, and Jesper Faust. Third line, Nina Niederreiter, Jordan Stahl, and Marty Natchez. On the fourth line, you got Stephen Lawrence, Jesper Kotniemi, and Derek Stepan. It'll be interesting to see how Jesperi fares going back to center. He did play really, really good at center whenever he was there earlier in the season, so I'm really hoping to see some good stuff out of him tonight. And again, forward lines, I, I like all those combinations. Nothing too out of the way in eye-catching in a bad way here. Obviously, the stuff is fluid and can change, you know, come game time, can change mid-game. So, obviously, you do have to take that stuff with a little bit of a grain of salt. But, you know, you look at the top line, Seth Jarvis getting up there on the top line, getting up there, being able to play with Sebastian Ajo, Tavo Teravainen. I think that'll be really good for him. I, With him being up there, I do imagine we will likely see him on the score sheet tonight, whether it be as an assist, goal, whatever. I do think we're going to see Seth Jarvis on the score sheet tonight, and I'm here for it. On defense, as we kind of all expected, this is you know kind of what we all figured we'd see tonight with Jacob Slavin being out. You have Brady Shea and Tony D'Angelo on the top pair, Ian Cole and Brett Pesci on the second, and Brendan Smith and Ethan Bear on the third pair. Again, like I said, with Jacob Slavin being out, you you could kind of figure how they were going to figure all this stuff in. And this is pretty much exactly how you expected the defense to look tonight. You figure Brady Shea is going to move up and play with Tony. And then you're going to have Ian Cole moving up, playing with Brett Pesci. And Ethan Bear is going to stay there on the third pair. And Brendan Smith's just going to slot in right there. Like you've pretty much figured this is exactly how the defense would look. Man, it's exactly how it does look, or at least projected to look. Starting goalie tonight is projected to be Frederick Anderson. But one thing that is going to be really, really cool in terms of goalies is all three of them was were practicing on Wednesday. But Alex Lyon was not with on the ice with the team for morning skate this morning. So that means Jack LaFontaine is backing up Freddie Anderson tonight. Maybe we'll see him, maybe we won't. Uh, depending on how the game goes, maybe they put Jack in. Hopefully it doesn't come to that, but you never know. It, with him backing up tonight, I do... It, that is definitely something that makes you think that we will definitely see him sooner rather than later, for sure. There would obviously be in the speculation of like, all right, when are we going to see him and where are we going to see him? Because the Hurricanes needed goalie help, the Wolves needed goalie help, and the Admirals all needed goalie help. But it was just like, where is he going to go once he signed? And then they assigned him to the taxi squad. So you're like, okay, we're definitely going to see him for the Hurricane soon. And he's obviously suiting up tonight, not necessarily taking the ice, but... He'll be out there, and I think we'll definitely see him sooner rather than later. Maybe depending on how things go with Alex Lyon and tonight, maybe we see him. 
on Saturday against Vancouver. But that's just something we'll just have to wait and see with that. It's it's definitely an interesting situation. The Hurricanes signing a guy straight out of college and now he's backing up in the NHL rather than going down to the AHL or ECHL and playing there for a little bit and then making his way up. But we'll just have to wait and see how that stuff goes tonight. And you got to wonder what the Hurricanes are going to need to do to come away with the win tonight. Obviously, you know, score first, score more. Yeah, that's, of course, the obvious stuff. But I do think there are a few things that the Hurricanes and specific Hurricanes that they need to accomplish certain things tonight. And we'll look at that stuff right after this. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action for 2022. A new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website. To sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, all you have to do is use the promo code LOCKED ON to get started with that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, and even right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. What do the Carolina Hurricanes have to do to come away with the win in tonight's game? Obviously, you know, there's the Dumb answers about score first, score more, all that kind of stuff. Of course, they got to do that. But I think that they are going to need to withstand an onslaught at the start of this game. And not necessarily like New Year's Day, where I think they were caught off guard and still a little tired from New Year's. I think I don't think that's the kind of onslaught we're talking about here. I think what we're talking about is Columbus. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, they remember that New Year's Day game where they blew a four nothing lead and lost seven to four. They they remember that, and I think they're going to be pissed off going into this game. They're going to remember all of that stuff, and I think that. The Hurricanes are really going to have to withstand those like first 10 minutes or so of this team just coming out with extra aggression. I think Columbus is going to play in a very aggressive game. And I think once the Hurricanes get used to, okay, this is how Columbus is going to play tonight, then all right, yeah, they'll be fine. But I think. That initial shock almost, I think they're going to have to withstand that. If they can do that, I think they can come away with the win. And I think that the Hurricanes realize that this Columbus team is going to be mad. They're going to remember that last game and how they got embarrassed. And they're going to be looking for revenge. And they know that. And they're going to be prepared for that. But again, it's just one of those things of... It's one thing for us to be talking about, like, oh, you're going to have to prepare for this. But it's another thing to, like, actually go out there and experience it. 
So I think if the Hurricanes can withstand that and that aggression that Columbus is going to be playing with, I think they'll be all right. I also think that our blue line especially, given everyone, it's a team game, everyone has to chip in, but our blue line especially, they are really going to have to step up their game tonight with Jacob Slavin being out. I think we're going to see very heavy minutes from Brady Shea and Brett Pesci. Going back to the playoffs from last year when Jacob Slavin was out, those guys were pulling very heavy minutes to compensate for him being out. I think we will likely see some of the same stuff tonight of those guys just really trying to go out there and give it their absolute best to, for Jacob Slavin being out right now. And I think that is definitely something that will carry over into Saturday against Vancouver because, again, Jacob Slavin, he ain't going to be playing in that one either. We're not going to have him for tonight's game against Columbus. We're not going to have him against Saturday against Vancouver. After that, I don't know. I think it's kind of iffy that we'll see him next Tuesday against Boston. I think we'll realistically be seeing him next Friday or Saturday against either the Rangers or the Devils. I think that's when we see Jacob Slavin return to the lineup. But honestly, there there's no telling when when we can be able to see him again because with COVID, you don't want to risk you know coming back too early and potentially you know getting someone else sick. And obviously, the NHL has very strict COVID protocols. Heck. Mike Maniscalco, he's out on COVID protocol right now as well. And so we're not going to have him calling the game tonight. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. It'll be an interesting broadcast team tonight. But that's just one of the things. We're just going to have to wait and see till the game starts. I think that Frederick Anderson is really, really going to have to bring his A game, which I know he will. But like I said, I do feel Columbus is really going to come out hot. And, you know, you're really going to have to be on your A game there. And I, I'm fully confident that Freddie will be able to withstand whatever Columbus can throw at him. It'll just be a matter of the Hurricanes not getting caught off guard by that. I said earlier, I do think Seth Jarvis will end up on the score sheet tonight in some capacity. You know, whether it be an assist or a goal, him playing with Sebastian Ajo and Tavo Teravainen, I think that is going to be great for him. And I'm also interested to see what Jesperi Kotniemi can do moving back to center. Uh, I do hope that Nina Niederreiter can continue to have a hell of a start to the year. And because, you know, at, at the end of the year when we had so many guys out, he was really one that stepped up and was playing out of his mind that's continued so far and i hope that can continue as well but we won't know until we know tonight at seven o'clock when the hurricanes take on the columbus blue jackets at home i'm looking forward to this i think it's going to be a very entertaining game to watch especially probably like the first half of this game or so it's going to be it's going to be a doozy. I have a feeling it will be this is going to be a revenge game for columbus and the hurricanes are going to have to step up to the challenge I very much think they can. But in the meantime, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked on Bets your second listen, your daily one-stop shop for all of your sports 
betting needs hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling available on all streaming platforms, whatever one you're listening to this one on. And for this show, make sure you rate it five stars on whatever platform you're listening on and follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. In tomorrow's episode, we'll obviously be recapping tonight's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, the good, the bad, you guys know the drill. I'll talk to you in the next episode.